Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the very first episode of 2018, Steady Focused. So I got the man with us on for this very first episode. I said, you know what, let's kick this year off right. So we have the man, Mr. Tyler Babin, is coming back on the show. He was on with us episode 17, one year ago, almost to the day he came on, he talked to us. Now here we are, episode 48. Tyler has been all around the world. We have been all around the world, and I'm excited to pick his brain and and just get some love and talk with this man. So, guys, help me give a huge good morning, welcome, big, steady, focused welcome to my friend, Mr. Tyler Babin. What's up, Tyler? Hey, man, I'm doing super well. I'm glad to be back. It only seems fitting that, yeah, you were saying about a year ago was uh, the, the first podcast I had ever done. It seems fitting for, for round two to be steady focused again. There we go, man. Absolutely. I really appreciate you coming back on. I think you're telling me you're in Las Vegas today. Yeah, yeah, I'm in Vegas at the moment. Uh, I'm meeting up with Gary in a couple of days here for CES. Um, but I figured I would take the last uh, couple of days of 2017, a couple of first days of 2018 to refocus myself and uh, kind of unplug a little bit. So currently sitting in a, in a hotel room in Caesars Palace. This is my first time here. Um, All right. I'm just kind of figuring it out. Right on, dude. So in 2017, when we were talking, you were calling yourself or you had listed on your website, your Instagram as your title. You were video editor for Gary V. Now it's 2018 and you're art director. So what's the difference? You know, I'm still trying to figure it out every day. It's it's so different. I We kind of have this, this running joke that for two years now, I've been trying to figure out what I'm supposed to put on LinkedIn and I can't figure it out. Um, as, as an art director for Gary, my role has kind of shifted to our team grew really big over the last year. You know, when I when I joined, we were somewhere around, I think I was the fifth or sixth person. Um, now that number floats around 22. Um, and so we have a lot of creatives in the building, a lot of people putting their voice into uh, the ecosystem. And so what my role sort of become is, is trying to keep everyone on one similar page creatively. Um, whenever you put that many creative minds in a place and everybody has their thing they want to try and their, their outlets, um, it's very easy to get off course and for things to go a little bit crazy. So uh, my, my, my role now is doing a lot of trying to keep everyone on one consistent page. But that being said, I would say over the last four months, my role has sort of shifted again. I don't know if I'd consider myself an art director anymore because I'm basically traveling full time with Gary now filming Daily V. Mm, okay, so is it so you and D Rock are both going, or is, has D Rock kind of shifted? What's going on with that? Uh, we've sort of shifted a little bit. D Rock is spending more time in the office editing and uh, taking a, a little bit of a break from all the travel, and so I really wanted that, and so we uh, we just switched up. Uh, I'd say about three or four months ago, and so I've been traveling full time with Gary for that. Wow. Man, that is incredible. So when you're looking back high and low of 2017, do, are there are there major peaks and valleys that have popped out to you during this reflection time? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was funny. I posted this photo on, on Instagram the other day and, and said how I wasn't 
I still, even at this moment, don't think I've fully captured how amazing of a year 2017 was. A lot of things went right. Um, I'd say probably one of the biggest peaks is I spent, you know, two weeks in LA shooting uh, the K-Swiss campaign. So, you know, I'm sure most people know Gary has a shoe with K-Swiss that uh, was very successful and did super well, but we also um, did a lot of a lot of marketing stuff for K-Swiss in, uh, in the summer of 2017. So I got to lead up that whole project. So I spent a couple of weeks in LA um, with, uh, with my good friend Andy and we, uh, we shot a whole campaign um, that was definitely a peak. Uh, some of the valleys were just, uh, honestly having to readjust and it, may, it might sound funny, but having to readjust from going on the big trips and, uh, shooting, you know, the big crazy projects and having to sort of readjust back to normal life. Once I land back in New York and I have a few days of downtime, um, have been sort of, I don't want to say they're valleys necessarily, but if, if there's ever been a low point, it's that, I almost am so kind of addicted to the adrenaline right now of, of the go, 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 that whenever I have to slow down and stop, those are kind of the moments I sort of freak out a little bit um, because I just, I don't know, I just want the the sort of constant action, you know? Absolutely, dude. I'm sure there, well, I'm, I'm not even going to say I'm sure. I know for a fact, you know, that people would pay hundreds of thousands of dollars to be in your situation, not even f fellow photographer and videographers, but I'm just talking about, I know what people pay to kind of, or, or I got an idea of what people will pay to just even go to a conference that Gary's speaking at, but you're literally like in the car with this dude in the jet with this dude. I mean, uh, what's your mom, what yeah. does your mom think about all this? Uh, she, you know, it's, it's super funny. She loves it. And, uh, as, as Gary is becoming more famous and more eyes are getting on, uh, the daily V's, it's funny seeing people, uh, reach out to her that even, you know, she went to high school with, because now I'm just going under my last name of Babin. Um, people might hear Babin in an episode and then reach out to her and they're like, wait, what, what's your son doing these days? So that's kind of been a funny moment, but, uh, but she loves it. I, I think she's very proud of of me being able to figure out a way to, to sort of make a living in this weird creative field that's sort of always unpredictable. Um, but yeah, she's, <laughs> I think she's enjoying watching the ride right now. There was one episode of the daily V. Uh, I don't, I don't really know because I mean, I can watch the, the daily V, but I don't know for sure how Gary might um, reprimand you. But we saw in one episode, you had mentioned to him like, man, it's been a tough day. And he just straight up was like, I don't give a fuck, you know, about <laughs> if you're tired and yeah. all this. I mean, and and he used it, I I believe he took that energy and, and pushed it out to make a great message. But um, what is Gary like when he reprimands you? Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I know the episode you're referencing. It's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. In, in, in retro, in retrospect, I should have edited it very differently because, uh, of how my line came off, but it was because we had, had so many internal meetings that day that I wasn't able to really film that much. And so at the end of the day, I'm going into an edit with not nearly enough footage to like build up the story. So normally if it's the end of the day, I'm like, yo, it's rough. Like we weren't able to film much. He'll give me a really good response. Um, but that he kind of like went into another direction and just yelled at me for like four minutes. It was mm -hmm. amazing. It turned out to be a great episode. I love it. Yes. Um, but it, 
Gary is very much what you see, what you get. Um, so it's, you know, however it looks of him yelling at me in an episode is normally how it's playing out. But uh, the cool thing is, though, he moves past things really quickly. You know, his his big thing is to not dwell on anything. And so he doesn't spend any time on it either. So if I fuck something up, he looks at me and he's like, yo, that's an L for you. Take it. But let's just move on and win the next one. Um, that's normally sort of how our relationship plays out. There he is. I mean, come on. You're you're traveling the world. So just nail out, throw out a few places you've been in 2017 and where you where you guys where you know you're going to go in 2018. Yeah, I you know, it's funny. Uh by the end of August, I had never actually left the country before. I had a fresh passport. Um and then over the last uh five or so months, I think I've left the country close to 20 times. Um so yeah, I mean, I've been Costa Rica, Spain, Mallorca, Amsterdam, Australia, uh, London. I'm bouncing between New York and LA constantly. Uh, it's sort of all over the place. I know just for um, the first, you know, three months of 2018, I think I'm only back in New York eight or nine days. Um, so I'm in, you know, I flew to LA earlier this week, uh, went to San Francisco, now in Vegas. And then back to New York, back to L.A., going to Helsinki possibly for a couple days. And then we've got Miami, New Orleans. It's all over the place. I never really know my schedule more than two or three weeks in advance, but it's uh, it never really slows down. Man, that is that is, is just great. Congratulations, dude. I mean, just I it, kind of from from one year ago you were in with Gary and we heard your story of and your hustle about how you got yourself in the car with him so you could get your first impression and your first meeting with him and how you went from Florida and just some kid with a with a drive and in his stomach and then now here you are and you're traveling all over the world dude congratulations i appreciate it it's definitely very surreal um i have been referencing back to sort of the the 18 year old version of myself a lot recently who didn't know like how I was going to figure out the whole traveling thing and being able to use a camera is my, you know, tool to get me there. But it's been, it's been a pretty wild ride. What was the setup like on the K Swiss shoots? I mean, we saw them, the, the photos turned out phenomenal. If you guys haven't seen those, you can look at uh, babbin.com, right? That's your website, babbin.com. Uh, it's tylerbabin.com, but I'll be honest, it was funny. I was actually I was talking with a friend yesterday on my, my drive to Vegas. I have uh, not updated tylerbabin.com in close to a year and a half. So if you actually want to see some really, you want to see the progression of work, go look at the website and then go check out uh, my Instagram, which is just at Babin, um, which is where a lot of my more uh, current work is going. Um, but yeah, if the, the photos are listed both places. Um, okay. So you can check them out. But yeah, K-Swiss was, was really cool. It was the first project where I was able to, I got sort of full creative autonomy to do whatever I wanted um, within, you know, certain parameters, obviously, like the concepts were sort of put down, but I was able to shoot them however I wanted. So um, the, the 30,000 foot perspective was we met up with four uh, influencers, all respected in their own space. So it was Elliot Tabelli, who's the founder of the Instagram account, Fuck Jerry, um, Karen Civil, who is a sort of a hip hop music mogul businesswoman uh, based in LA, Anwar Carrots, who is a, a streetwear designer, also from LA, and then Coco and Breezy, who are 
sunglass designers slash DJs who live in Brooklyn. Um, so it basically each four of those people did a full produced uh, still photo shoot. So I was able to, you know, show up on location and uh, really got to to pull out the big lights and, and shoot things on a, a much grander scale than what I had done pr- prior. Um, and then the sort of second half of that is based on the relation to Gary is I especially, uh, essentially spent a full day with each of those people, uh, filming them like documentary style. And then it was all cut into, you know, these mini documentaries about a day in their life. Um, so that was sort of all the content. And then for the final piece, we brought Gary in as sort of the, the hero voice of the, the modern day entrepreneur. Um, so Gary talked over. Uh, sort of this hero video of all the the mashup of footage collected of these other four influencers uh, running their businesses and their daily lives. Hell yeah, man. And the photos, I mean, it all, it all looked so good. I was really curious what kind of exact lighting setup you, you were using for that. Were you shooting with the Sony a sevens? I wasn't. So that uh, trip in particular we shot half the campaign in Los Angeles, half the campaign was in New York. Um, every location was extremely different. So all the setups are very different across the board. Um, mm. But in general, I shot a Canon 5DS uh, throughout the whole campaign. I, we weren't really sure where some of the photos were gonna end up and we wanted to prepare that if uh, billboards came into play or something like that, we would have the resolution needed. So. Um, I think the 5DS lands somewhere like 56 megapixels. It's unbelievable sensor. Um, so we shot the whole campaign on that. In um, in LA, I would say Karen Civil was the most produced shoot um, where I really like, I got to have some assistance and we had a lot of lights going and we were in a massive uh, co-working location in uh, downtown LA. Um, so that one was really kind of built out. There's, there's a few behind the scenes photos on my Instagram too, if you want to check out. Um, and then the other three were a little bit, uh, were definitely all toned back, but in their own uh, place. So, you know, Elliot's in New York and his office was all shot natural light on a 5DS um, with a, uh, a Sigma 35 millimeter 1.4 art series. So it allowed me to really open up and, and take advantage of, of the, uh, the New York windows um same with uh with anwar's back in la we shot it in a clothing store again it was i would say 90 percent natural light because the uh it was funny we asked anwar where he wanted to shoot and he mentioned this cool sort of chic uh downtown la uh streetwear clothing store so we roll up and it was about the size of my bedroom i mean it was super tiny <laughs> but luckily we uh we had a nice sort of beautiful wall of of windows that provided some good light um and then same with Coco and Breezy. We shot it back in New York and uh, we actually just rented out uh, sort of a, a small little office space for a couple hours, um, banged it out and a lot of a lot of natural light. I've been I've been going back to, to natural light heavily, I would say, in the last year. Um, I don't even actually travel with lights anymore. I pretty much only travel with cameras and a couple lenses. Um, fortunate enough to, you know, the low light ability of these cameras has, has gotten so crazy that I can pretty much work with any lighting conditions. And so doing a lot of natural light. Any kind of modifiers like bouncing lights, reflectors, or kind of poster boards, or are you doing anything like that? I'll be honest. If, if I'm shooting natural light, it's just myself, a camera, and the subject. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, uh, 
trying to sort of, it, you know, it's funny. You get to a place where when, when you have access to all the gear and you can get all the tools you need, it's sort of, I don't want to say makes me lazy, but it allows, it kind of becomes too easy in a weird way. So I've actually been shooting with like older gear or cutting down on the amount of gear I have so that it sort of forces me to get back to that child, childlike nature of, uh, of having to experiment and sort of hack things together. So a lot of it's been traveling as bare bones as I can and trying to figure it out on the spot. What's going on with Conversations of Legends? That was a, a series that you had put out, I think, two episodes. I know for sure I saw one. And uh, what's going on with that? The the famous Conversations of Legends project. Um, I got busy, <laughs> which is the the honest answer. Um, of so course, yeah, you're, you know, the yeah, first episode, you're crazy busy. The, the, the first episode went out, and uh, and then I have the next two are sort of filmed and in the process of of being edited together at some point. Um, it's still something I, I really want to pursue and take advantage of. The issue is just my, the lack of time right now. And then mm -hmm. I also, uh, got a little bit too confident and started adding on more side projects. And so, um, I'm doing a lot of work with some backpack companies and some watch brands. And so conversation with legends has sort of taken a, uh, a back burner for right now, but, um, I, would like to, I would say sometime maybe later in my twenties, take a full year and, uh, and just pursue conversations with legends. And the great thing about working closely with Gary is, uh, sort of his umbrellas are popping up all over the place. And so the ability to actually work on a project like that while still being close to him is a very real possibility in the near future. Mm-hmm. How does it work where, like you're saying, you're picking up a, a backpack company or, something like that how how do you manage to fit that in with your huge workload with gary yeah so you know the backpack uh my you know my good friend adrian who i'm sure will probably end up listening to this uh he dm'd me about six or seven months ago um said he wanted he was starting a backpack brand and wanted to send me one i said okay uh he sent me a bag and he that's all i heard from him he would, didn't ask for me to shout it out or anything he just said he wanted to send me a bag and so I took it and I used it and it's become my, my primary travel bags. Now they're called life packs. They're amazing. They're not, uh, built specifically to be camera bags, but I've sort of hacked them together and they work for my workflow the best. Um, but I was on a trip somewhere and I responded to the DM. We hadn't talked in months. I said, uh, I have this idea for a travel film that I want to go make. I'm just going to go make it personally by myself, but I would like to use, uh, one of the bags is sort of one of the hero pieces. And he was like, well, you know, how would you feel if we just went on the trip together and, and just made this little movie? And so we said yes. And so uh, that was actually my first time out of the country. We did four days in Costa Rica, um, which, uh, funny enough, uh, talking about the, uh, the time management, that video still has yet to come out uh, because I can't find the time to finish the edit. Um, but uh but that's sort of one of the side projects. And a lot of it comes down to, I'm fortunate, you know, now that I'm, uh, you know, I'm single and like don't have kids and, and have that ability to like jump on and off planes every other day and can kind of be anywhere I need to. Um, so now it's, it's become really hacking every free second I have. So if it's, uh, if Gary takes any type of days off, I'm immediately planning a trip somewhere. Um, 
if, uh, if I can get to a location a day or two before Gary or stay a day or two after Gary to sort of work on my own thing, um, I'll do that. A lot of it's sort of just keeping that natural like hunger and drive to be creating my own content as well. Um, not that I, you know, I, I love what I do for Gary and it's, it's a blast, but, uh, it's also just sort of the personal work that sort of feeds your soul. Like you have to find time to do that also. Amen. Preach it, man. I believe that totally. I, I do, man. Um, man, Bab and I just, let's do a quick lightning round. Um, I appreciate you coming on. I just got a few, uh, quick questions I want to run through. These are kind of some fun ones. Um, yeah, well, and then I'll, and then I'll just, uh, give it to you for some final thoughts. All right. All right. What is, you know, we're just finishing up with, uh, the holiday season and it's, it's a good time to ask, what is your favorite family tradition? Favorite family tradition. You know, I'll be honest. I don't, we don't have a, uh, a big line of family traditions, but this year my dad and I started a new one, uh, and I'm very excited about it. So, uh, my dad and I actually went to Paris for four days over Christmas um, as just a trip. It's it's really cool. My dad's actually gotten into photography now, which is an amazing connection for us to have. Um, so I think uh, moving forward for the next few years, my dad and I are going to, uh, to leave Christmas Day and go somewhere new that neither of us have ever been before and uh, and just shoot photos for a few days. So I think that's what I'm looking forward to the most. Hell yeah, man. I love that. I could imagine doing that with my son is almost seven right now. And so I could imagine doing that with him when he becomes a professional. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, yeah. Tyler, what makes you laugh the most? What makes me laugh the most? Uh, I laugh at like just about everything. Um, but weird, funny TV shows are my favorites. So uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of like The Office and Parks and Rec. Those crack me up. Just hanging out with uh with random friends who make weird jokes that make no sense. Um, my, my friend group is very strange. And whenever I get to unplug with them, they always keep me laughing. So uh, I think it's, it's a, it's a mix of everything, but the, the fortunate thing is I, I laugh at pretty much everything that comes across. So I'm uh, blessed in that way. Amen. What's the one place you haven't been yet that you cannot wait to get to? Um, so I would say Bora Bora is very high on that list. Um, I'm hoping I'll make a trip there soon. Uh, also have a tentative trip to Patagonia, uh, in about mid this year. Those are, are the two high up on my list. And what do you want to be remembered for? Oh man, the, the legacy question. That's a tough one. I, <clears throat> you know, the, the selfish part of me wants to go down as one of the greats and, and, be looked at as someone who made a, a real, real impact on um, living a, a sort of creative life and, and what that means. Um, but as I'm, as I'm maybe getting older and, and figuring it out, I want to start uh, working, I think, with, with younger kids who are wannabe creatives and are sort of navigating. Um, I've now that I'm sort of on the other side of, of looking at how the last couple of years played out for me, um, seeing how, you know, creativity and, and working through content creation, you can really, really map out your own pathway. I want to, I'd love to sort of do some mentorship may, maybe, um, with some younger kids and, and help people find out that they can, uh, can, you know, make 
you know, great livings doing the thing they love, you know, and, and being able to, to have a camera in their hands and if, or, you know, whatever their, their creative medium is. Um, I want to help people sort of find their way through this, this wild process. Hell yeah. I love that, man. I love giving back to the youth and pouring some water on their flowers as they develop right on, man. Bavin, the, the floor is yours. Any final thoughts, any inspiration or words of wisdom you want to send out there to uh, your family or, or any up and coming photographers, videographers? Oh man. I mean, I always got to show the family love. So I think my mom and dad listen to, to every podcast religiously. So I'll say what's up to them and that, uh, I love them and, and couldn't be doing any of this without them. Um, you know, the, the, the words of wisdom to the up and coming photographers and videographers is, you know, if there's anything I've learned in the last year, it's that, um, you are probably, you know, no matter where you are in your journey, you're probably much closer to where you want to be than what you think you are. Um, you know, I, I feel like I've really lived the dream for the last year. Um, and, and the thing that I, you know, I think I've, come to find is it's it's that every day is a new day don't dwell on anything uh any you know failures or shortcomings are super super uh you know they, they pass by quickly you gotta just stay focused on those end goals and and every day get up and just try and get better never lose that hunger um make you know as much personal work as you can collaborate just just stay as focused as you can get Gary said this really good line the other day. And it's something I've been referencing and it's keep your eyes closed until you're 29. So just keep your head down and just continue, you know, putting in as much effort into the work as you can. And, uh, you know, if you're good enough, it's, it's all going to work out. Hell yes. Awesome, man. Well, I'm so glad to speak with you this January 4th, 2018. And man, I'm just sending positive vibes and, and good, prayers over to you, man, and safe travels. And uh, you've definitely lifted me up just hearing your words and kind of traveling with you vicariously. So I just want to say thank you and uh, good health and God bless, dude. Thank you, man. It, it means a ton. I'm so glad I got to, to chat with you again. And I, I hope uh, you and, and all the listeners have an amazing and uh, healthy and successful 2018. Amen. So there we go. Ladies and gentlemen, until next time, that was Tyler Babin. You can check him online, Instagram, look him up, Babin. He is, uh, he's all over and he's killing it. So, uh, and I'm your host, Mr. Simeon Hendricks, and this is Steady Focused. Steady Focused.